As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at Chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's Chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to Work From Your Happy Place, the podcast that equips you with the tools, know-how, and motivation to live your dreams and find your happy place. Be sure to sign up for our free weekly newsletter for a recap of the week's guests and a preview of what's in store. To sign up, simply text the word happy place with no space to 33444. Now, it's my pleasure to introduce the host of Work From Your Happy Place, Belinda Ellsworth. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Work From Your Happy Place. I'm real excited about our guest today. I have Rebecca Gill with me. And in 2009, Rebecca founded Web Savvy Marketing. She has a well-rounded business background within small businesses and enterprise organizations, as well as over 20 years of experience in sales and online marketing. In addition to running the day-to-day activities of Web Savvy Marketing, she also provides full-service SEO, search engine optimization, consulting, one-on-one SEO coaching, creates online SEO courses, hosts a weekly SEO podcast, and teaches an on-site SEO boot camp. She's been an active member of the WordPress community, a WordCamp organizer, and a speaker at various conferences throughout the United States and Canada. It's my pleasure today to welcome Rebecca. Thank you so much for having me here. I'm excited to be on the the podcast. Well, that is great. So, Rebecca, why don't you take a a little bit of time here, fill us in a little bit on this bio, kind of how did you get where you are today and and kind of what led you to this, and then also a little bit more about your business. Okay, so just a little bit about the business. Um, I, the Web Savvy Marketing does WordPress design and development for everybody from a small, you know, single um, entrepreneur to an enterprise level organization. We work with clients throughout the world. Um, we also do one-on-one SEO consulting projects where we have an engagement for like two to three months with clients or have ongoing relationships with clients. And then um, I also have uh, my SEO podcast. I create a number of online SEO courses and online summits, which are like multi-day education events. Um, And then I do a number of different like free webinars and trainings, either through our company or through partners that um, have requested me to come on and do some education for their client base. So lots of design, WordPress and SEO mixed up, mixed into one. 
That sounds great. And it's certainly something everyone's looking for these days. How did you get into this uh, as your entrepreneurial journey? So I always refer to myself as an as an accidental entrepreneur. This is not something that I plan to do. Um, certainly did not want to, you know, run an agency and you know be my my own provider of income. I grew up really poor in northern Michigan, and a paycheck was super important to me once I graduated from college. You know, I mean, I was like a ward of the state as a kid, and once I got out of college and I got that first job for like ten dollars an hour, you know. That, that paycheck that I had was so important and so, so vital, I think, just to my sanity. Um, so I didn't actually go out and decide I was going to just start a company. Um, but, you know, life events change. And I found myself in a situation in 2009 that I needed to create a, a position for myself because I was leaving my employer. So I started the agency and, you know, kind of took off from there and used SEO and website design because I truly fell in love with technology that first job out of college. It just captured my heart and I never really left it since. Well, that is awesome. And I'm sure that you've had some definite struggles along the way based on that background. I'm sure you'll be able to share with us as we continue in this. But um, so tell us about how the business has shaped your lifestyle today. So, you know, the business was formed out of necessity. I found myself, you know, nine years ago in the ER <laughs> and I was there for eight hours while they tried to stabilize me. And it was really the trip was because my my past job had me so emotionally distraught that I mixed up medications. I'm a type one diabetic and I just screwed up my medications and it literally, you know, eight hours in the ER and then a, a week on the couch just threw me into this tailspin. And my, my husband just looked at me, he's like, you can't go back to work. I'm like, what do you mean? You know, it's the recession. I need a job. He goes, no, no, no. You, your, your life, your physical life is much more important than that paycheck that you're bringing home. You need to quit. And, and we'll figure something out. And, you know, at that time, I was making $100,000 a year, well over, and I had to replace that income. And so that's how, you know, I, I started this journey into entrepreneurship. And I started with SEO consulting. And then that led into an agency and website design and development, and which eventually led over to courses. And it kind of has all evolved, you know, as um, my client base has shifted or as the market has dictated as well. Um, I always joke that I'm a survivor. And I always will be. And, you know, I look back at that, that last nine years and um, it's, I have learned more in the last nine years than just, you know, fending for yourself in that entrepreneur journey. It's really about, um, you know, the idea that you can obtain a stable income as being an entrepreneur, you can find some balance within your life and your, and your, and your, your, both your personal life and your work life. And, you know, it's, it's brought a lot of different benefits that I didn't expect, whether it be just additional time with my family and flexibility with my hours or or the community of friends and colleagues that I've, I've um, been able to, to grab and keep within the WordPress community. That is some really great insight for sure. And I think that a lot of people just stay anchored to, I don't know what they think is security, because security is important for a lot of people. But it's learning that you can create security outside of that in, in having your own business. It just takes some of the things I think you're going to share with us next. I think that a lot of people look at it as kind of this, I need security or I can just do whatever I want to do. And and there really is security in doing your own thing as long as you're doing it in the right ways. 
There, there is. And the funny thing is, is I forget that at times. I mean, it's been nine years. I should know this by now, right? The, the business is going to go on. But I start to have panic moments. And my husband just looks at me. He's like, when have you skipped a paycheck for any of your staff? I'm like, I haven't. He's like, okay, how often have you skipped a paycheck for yourself? I'm like, not very often. He's like, it's been nine years. I think that you're okay. <laughs> I think that you're doing okay. You're, you know, you've got this stability. You just need to let that digest into your head and let it soak in. <laughs> Do you know, I've been doing this for 22 years and I don't have them as often. But I still have those panic moments myself. So I do think that it's just sort of in our nature when we're sort of running the show and there's other people depending on us. I think that is that level that really starts to happen when you have employees. And then, but honestly, most of it is is for naught because you know what to do. And that's what I always have to say to myself is like, I feel like I'm a survivor too. Like I know how to make it happen. And if push comes to shove, I can make things happen. I can make the income happen. And so when I start to feel those doubts or feel that panic, I'm like, you know how to do this. You know, the bottom hasn't fallen out of anything and you're worried for what? And even if it did, you know, what's the worst thing that's going to happen and how would you survive that? And I always have an answer for myself and then I'm able to move on. (laughs) It's it's and you're you're absolutely right. It, it's it's I think the the hiccups and the angst is all in our own heads, and for the most part, it doesn't really need to be there because <laughs> we're all going to make it through. Exactly. So why don't you share with us a couple of your skill sets that you think that have contributed to your overall success? Well, it's certainly not my intelligence. I think people think that I'm smart and it's like, no, really, I barely made it through fifth grade. You know, I struggled all through school because of my my home life. Just getting to school for me was a triumph, let alone excelling. And there's just a lot I don't know. Right. So it's not that. Right. It's not what people would assume it is. And I, I you know, I look at it and I say, well, what has made me successful in the last, last nine years? And I think I get things done. You know, I'm, I'm typically, I have set business hours and I will allow those to be adjusted should something, you know, happen with family or whatever, but I have, you know, strict hours that I work and I get things done. I have a task list that I chew through. Um, and that's first and foremost, if I didn't have that ability to just, you know, plow through whatever needs to be done, I would definitely struggle. And I don't think I would have the success that I've found. Um, I think the other thing for me is to build relationships everywhere. Um, you know, like for, for example, uh, in 2000, I think it was 16 or 17, I did free monthly webinars for the iThemes community for my friend Corey Miller and his company. Um, and I remember back then my husband was like, why would you do that? That takes a lot of prep time for you to create these hour long educational webinars. You know, and he's like, you're not getting paid for it. You're not selling anything. How is this going to help you? And I just said to him, I'm like, you're building relationships. And I'm like, I'm not just building relationships with Corey who owns the company. I'm building a relationship with his community and it will come back. And it did. And I think that that's been at least for the last, I would say, three to four years. Those relationships have definitely helped me grow, um, you know, not just the revenue, but then things that I that are important to me, like being able to educate people with SEO. And, you know, it comes in the form of referrals and connections and, you know, it's, it direct sales to events and things like that. It's just the, both of those things have been very important. Yeah, that is great. It's something that's 
people seem to have more difficulty with these days or don't want to take the time to really nurture the relationship. They're looking for just, you know, people have always looked for instant gratification and things as far as work ethic or doing things, but I'm seeing it today even more so with building relationships. They just kind of want this online relationship or the social media relationship, and they're not willing to put the time in to even make customer care calls. You know, we're, we're such huge advocates of that and that you're doing so much more than asking somebody if they need something else. You're asking about their family or building a long-term relationship with them. And people are just like, oh, I don't have time for that. And that's the greatest challenge, honestly, that we see with people today in business is the lack of really want to investing in real relationships. Well, and I think that too, that people feel like when you say build relationships, they feel like you're telling them to troll LinkedIn and message everybody and, you know, pitch your stuff. And, you know, that's not my approach at all. It's just, it's, you know, when those opportunities present themselves and I find somebody I like, I dig in, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like you said, ask questions about their family. Like I went to Corey's house, you know, for uh, an event, a small event, I brought gifts for his kids right? Not to suck up to Corey, but because his kids are important to him, he's important to me. I want to be nice to his kids. You know, so it's, and that didn't take me very long to do to go find two small gifts and wrap them and bring them with me on a flight. But, you know, that's, that's that building that you can't get, like you said, on social media or just online. It's, it's just, it's a different, it's, it's a different point of connection and a different level of connection. Absolutely. So tell us about one of your most outstanding accomplishments or something you've achieved that's super meaningful to you. Uh, You know, it's not work. It would be being a mom. First and foremost, that is like my biggest accomplishment. And I have one child that's 12 and one that's 18 graduated from high school. And I look at the 18 year old and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't break her. You know, we, you know, we got this far in life together and she's a good kid and I did well with it. I mean, that's like my biggest accomplishment. And if I were to look at a work accomplishment, it would come back to those kids. It would be like the fact that the company's been able to sponsor my son's little league team and they won the championship and I got a trophy as a sponsor and he was so proud, not just that they won, but because mom's company sponsored, you know, the, the, the team and our, our logo and our name was on their shirts. That was cool because it just shows the kids that, um, you know, there's more to business than just the paycheck. It's really about doing good around you and giving back, even if it's to like 15, six year olds, <laughs> but you know, it is giving back and it's just, there's, there's just a lot more to life than what you think of when you're, when you're thinking about what are you going to do in your future? That's just a great example and I do think it is it is about giving back. It is about your community. It is about taking your business and allowing it to sort of shine out, outside of that in other ways. And I think people miss that connection as well. So, And that's about, again, building relationships. Because whether it might just be a handful of six-year-olds, it's their parents. It's the other people watching that game. It's people seeing that you're involved, that you care more about just them than just the business itself. Um, And it creates an awareness, which then just comes back to you on so many other levels. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. So share with us then a challenge or obstacle that you faced and then how you worked through that. You know, if I look at life and I say, what has been the biggest obstacle? I I would bring it back to my early years. Um, You know, like I said, just getting to school for me was super challenging. And when I was there, I didn't, I didn't 
um, absorb anything. You know, I just didn't have the cognitive space for learning. And it, that really put me back, um, through high school, through college. And then even now there's just certain things that I just, I know, I realize now as an adult that I've missed, like, you know, we said earlier, it's like you, you, you be a survivor, you work through it, you push through I emancipated myself at age 11. Um, I went to go live in Northern Michigan and I've lived with my grandma and my aunt for a while. And it was a true pivot point for me. And, and I'm so thankful that there was people in my life that helped me make that pivot. There was a village there in that small little town that helped raise me. And, you know, and, and I, and I look, and I've taken that forward with me in life to say, you know what, if I can, and, you know, as an adult looking back, it's like, if I can get through that, which doesn't seem like a lot, but as an 11 year old, it truly is. I'm like, I can get through anything. And even like, you know, when I have that point of needing to, to start the company in the middle of a recession, it seemed like cake, <laughs> you know, as you start to go do, right. you're, like, you're like, okay, if I can get through that with all that chaos around me, you know, and just being young and, and vulnerable, man, I can do this when I'm in my thirties. Heck yeah, I can do this. And, and I think that that has, um, and, and I don't have any superpowers with, you know, that helped me get through it besides just, I think just that survival instinct. And it has helped me with business as well. You know, like the, you know, my agency is WordPress based in the last, I would say two to three years for WordPress started to get really challenging because it was very oversaturated from a business standpoint. You know, it has grown to be just a dominant force with website design and development. But unfortunately, all these people have come into the space and they're charging very little rates for it. And for us agencies, it's been challenging. Well, I pivoted again. You know, I moved over and I started pushing more into SEO so I could continue to still fill our revenue um, stream, but with SEO while I'm waiting for the WordPress work to stabilize. And, you know, it is it is that that type of focus on survival that, that has definitely benefited me through life. I think that that's a very inspiring story. And I do think that is a lot. When you say it doesn't seem like a lot, I think it's a lot to deal with when you're 11 years old. I think of, I have a 13-year-old right now, and I just think of what it would be like for her to have to be in that situation by herself. And it would be, it would be difficult. But you're right. I do think that when people allow that survival mode to kick in, most people will rise to the occasion. I think that people are so afraid of having to be in the position. Yeah. But when you're forced to be in it, you, you just act. And I think it puts things into perspective for you. You know, when you have like a bunch of, whether it's your adult or your kid or whatever it is, there's so many things that just don't matter anymore. You know, like little things that just kind of roll off and it really helps you focus on what truly does matter. And I think that that, for me, that's, that's a critical part about being happy and, and letting go of things that I can't control. You know, whether it's online or if it's some somebody being crazy and just like going off the handle for something that I didn't even have control over, just let it go because <laughs> I've got bigger things in my life to worry about. And that comes right. back to the survivalness in me where it's like that is really not going to change things. I need to not focus on that. One of the things that you said, which I think is a huge little gold nugget, and I want to bring attention to it because it's it's one that's easily in conversations, like sometimes just overlooked but you said when WordPress became a lot of people getting into that space, and I understand exactly what you're talking about. But my point here is that you said, so then I moved on to doing more of the SEO to try to allow that to make up for that income. And that right there 
is I call it having different streams of income or, you know, when something isn't bringing in, where can we bring in more to make that equal that or then to work alongside it till maybe that either comes back or maybe it never comes back. And I just see people getting stuck with, do you remember when? Oh, I remember when we used to make a fortune doing this and now it just, you know, fell apart and I can't do this anymore. I lost my business because of this. And they never really took their skill sets and said, all right, what can I what can I sort of transfer these skill sets into something that's closely related, same client base that I actually could provide a service and still be able to make a strong income. And I I just see people getting paralyzed with that. Well, and that's why I started to do online courses and those training summits because not everybody can afford me for SEO to do a project with them. And that's what originally what all we were doing. And there was, I, you know, leads would come in and I couldn't service these people. And not only did that not help their revenue stream, I felt bad. You know, I felt bad that I couldn't, I couldn't work with them because they didn't have big enough budget to afford a two to three month project with me, you know, to really go in depth with them. But then when, you know, you create the courses, which is a much lower price point that allows people to self-educate, you know, off of that information, that's a new price point, but, and I get to help them in the, in, you know, at the same time, which is, is a win-win for me. Um, and I, I think it's just adaptability. And, you know, I think also like, you know, we look at those different, the revenue streams, I think your lead funnel is just as important as having a very diversified lead funnel. So that if one starts to dry up, you know, you have this, the secondary and third, fourth and fifth, um, ways of bringing in new business. Right. So what's working from your happy place mean to you? Uh, calmness. You know, I, I typically work from home and I've worked from home for a lot in my career. I've had two office um, positions where I actually had to go into an office and it drove me crazy because of all the the noise and the chit chat and, you know, the interruptions and things like that. So for me, my happy place is to be able to work from where I want, whether it's my home or it was our lake house where I could, you know, work in my, my office that I had there that literally overlooked the lake and the ducks and everything else going on. Or like we have a camper, it's being able to go have a Skype call in the camper because we're mobile and I need to do stuff that gives me calm. That gives me peace. And then professionally, it allows me to have focus. That's great. Really wise words. Because I, I even think sometimes that's, I work from home also. And I live on a lake. And as I'm listening to you talk about it, I realize that there's days where I barely even see the lake because I'm in my office and working and I allow it to be chaotic when I don't need to it to be chaotic. And so I think because certainly the reason that I work from home and the reason that we live on a lake is for that exact benefit. (laughs) Yeah. So when we had our cottage, we had it for five years, my desk literally overlooked the lake. We positioned it for that. And right now we sold that because we're building a um, a, a new home on 27 acres and we're going to have a farm. And we did the architectural plan, you know, for the house with an architect. My office is in the front corner. And instead of having the lake, now I will have the animals because I like the oh. movement. So, and I wanted that piece. I knew, I realized the thing about the lake I loved was the movement of the water and the, and the ducks and just things that kept coming around the lake and that I wanted that movement. And so now I'm trying to transfer it over to that farm environment. And I have two large windows that will look out at that. And, and that's important. And thankfully my husband understands that, you know, and he's, he's led me to pursue that, to really find that happy place for me to work and exist because I spend a lot of time during the week working 
working and I want it to be calming and I want to be productive, um, you know, because I think that that makes me much more successful and helps me help other people when I'm when I have that sense of calm. Right. So what advice would you give to others who want to be entrepreneurs? I would tell them to follow their passion and stay focused on what makes them happy. Um, I lost sight of this. And when I did, things started to fall apart. I, you know, I started to listen to outside forces that told me I needed to grow the business and seek revenue and open myself up to acquisitions. And, you know, sure, I had a couple of companies and, you know, wanting to acquire us, but I, it made me miserable. You know, I lost focus on the core of who I was and what I was good at and, you know, and, I, and helping others, which is what truly made me happy. And then once I and I just I, I literally wanted to just close up the agency and go work for somebody else because I had just started to get so burned out from everything because I got so far away from my core. And then once I kind of shut all that down, scaled back to what was I considered to be a manageable level and, you know, pushed myself back into like education and really helping people through SEO, then I found that happiness again. And I think that as entrepreneurs, um, we are told to be driven to always, you know, chase as much as you can. And that's that hustle. I hate that word because people always use that. And hustle does not make me happy. It makes me stressed. Um, you know, and I, and I, that, that would be my advice is to, if that's, if that, if the hustle makes you happy, then by all means do it, but recognize if it doesn't and find out what does, you know, what you are truly passionate about, because when you stay focused on that, it will help center you. And that centerness brings happiness and peace. So what are some new and exciting things that you're working on that you think our listeners might benefit from? I'm always working on new education now. That is, you know, I used to get really excited over design. Now it's like, what new course can I create? What mastermind can I have? What kind of online summit can I have for people? And that's, I pour all my love into that, into our um, DIYSEOcourses.com site, because that is my ability to produce that education. And that brings me back those emails from people that say, oh my gosh, I just took this course I took your summit. It changed my business. I'm more profitable. I'm helping my clients. I'm so happy. And oh gosh, that makes me happy. So, you know, for what things I will be working on in the future, I'm still going to run the agency. We're still going to do design and development, but I'm going to follow my passion and make sure I'm continuing to push out new education for people without question. That is great. And where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find, if you're interested in SEO, you can find me at the DIYSEOcourses.com. And my personal website is RebeccaGill.com. Okay. So DIYSEOcourses.com. All right. Perfect. Well, Rebecca, it has been a pleasure having you on the show today. And you've shared some really great insights with people, ones that I hope that they'll uh, take note of and go back and listen to again. I know for myself, it is, it's getting back to the reason why I did this in the beginning. I think I've gotten super, super busy lately. And at the end of the day, we're in control, especially as entrepreneurs, you're in control of the work that you take, the work that you do, how much time you spend and how you choose to look at your day. So that's going to be what I'm going to take is getting back to enjoying my lake and trying to have more peace in what I do every single day. And if that's you know, choosing my clients more wisely or not taking on as much work. But it is, you're right, I have let the biggest advice that you gave today for me, and I think we all learn from everybody every day, is not getting sidetracked from the core of what you love to do. And it's easy to do that. 
especially as you start to have success and you get really busy and you're more in demand, it is really easy to get sidetracked from that you which you love, and then you end up not loving it. Yeah, and then you want to run away from it, which defeats the entire purpose. Oh, absolutely. So that was, for me, the best advice that you gave today. And you gave some really insightful things that I know our listeners are going to benefit from. And I hope they'll reach out to you because SEO definitely is where it's at. So people need those courses. I love doing it. So I, I and it helps people. And it's like I said, it's part of my core. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us at Work From Your Happy Place. If you like what you hear, please share it with your friends and be sure to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher. For a free gift on finding your own happy place, please visit workfromyourhappyplace.com and click on the free audio button. Thanks again for listening. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.